you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. On today's podcast, I wanted to spend the time talking about and giving you all some things to help you in this time of the coronavirus pandemic. These are going to be some short meditations and things that you can do to balance and center yourself, as well as talking about some things having to do with diet and vitamins that I use to keep myself healthy and centered. The first thing I wanted to talk about is that when we're worried and upset and fearful, we affect our immune system. It makes your immune system get weaker. And that is absolutely the opposite of what we want to be doing right now, right? Consequently, what you need to be doing is to be making sure that you are centered and that you have balance in your life and that you are in balance in your life. In your everyday life, your spiritual life, and in your health. That will help you to be healthy and have a strong immune system when you're at home or out doing food shopping or walking or whatever it is you do for exercise. Having a healthy immune system will enable you to fend off any of the bugs that are out there as well as the coronavirus. These are all things that now and all the time you can get from people who have either been where you've been or are close to you. We all know about social distancing. We know we're supposed to be at least six feet away from everyone, but you know you can't be six feet away from where somebody was. You can only be six feet away from where somebody is now. And if they coughed on something, you just never know. So first off, remember to keep your hands away from your mouth, your face, your ears, your nose, and especially after you've touched anything else until you have a chance to wash your hands. And we all know that you need to wash your hands. So a couple of things that you should remember when you're washing your hands is don't use real hot, hot water because that will create dryness and cracks in your hands that the germs can get into because you're rubbing all of that into the cracks in your hands when you're washing it with the soap. Use warm water, even cold water I've read does just as good. And when you rinse, don't rub your hands, just rinse your hands. You want to rinse all of the soap off. The soap and water is what's going to take all of those germs and bacteria off of your hands when you rinse them. You want to just literally rinse it and watch all of it go down the drain. Don't rub it in. Hope that helps. Next, I want to talk about a few things that I use to strengthen my immune system. The vitamins that I like to take are, first of all, vitamin C, which I think everybody kind of knows about. You can get C from foods or from a supplement. 
So citrus fruits, cantaloupe, broccoli, bell peppers, they're among the many foods that have vitamin C in them. If you want to take a supplement to get higher levels to fight off a cold or to really boost your immune system, then you can do that with a supplement. There are reports from China that they are actually treating coronavirus patients with vitamin C IVs right into the bloodstream to really up the levels of of the vitamin C and bypass the stomach acid that can affect your levels when you eat or swallow food or supplements. Echinacea also will boost your immune system and very often you'll see it combined with golden seal which together has a real synergistic effect. It comes in capsules and liquid tinctures. I personally like the tincture. I just put a little in a, in a little bit of warm water and, you know, just a very little bit so that you can hold it under your tongue for about 10 to 20 seconds and then gargle with it before swallowing it. The gargling really helps if your throat is sore, you're starting to get kind of scratchy. Two more vitamins I wanted to mention are vitamin D3, that's D is in David or D is in dog, which everyone knows about for your bones, but it also supports your immune system. It regulates your mood and it wards off depression. It also reduces your risk of heart disease, multiple sclerosis, and the flu. So D3 is really something that you should be taking all year round. It's really just so good for your whole system. Finally, there's something that I really like to use a lot, and that's grapefruit seed extract. You can buy it and in a pill form or in a liquid form, which you would then, the liquid you would put into, again, some water, it doesn't need to be warm, and drink it. You can also gargle with it first before you drink it down. I find that grapefruit seed extract is great for everything. Like when I think I'm getting a cold to warding off any immune system issues that I may have when we go on vacation. It's interesting and has an unusual bitter taste, but I find that it's very, very valuable and helpful. So diet and food are also important areas to talk about if you want to get healthy and stay healthy. We all need to eat a diet that's low in added sugar and processed foods. I am sure that you have heard that before, but it bears repeating. Eating fresh, real food, fruits and vegetables and protein. Fat is not bad for you. In fact, it's actually very good for you as long as it is a healthy fat, something like an avocado. Starches are also very good if you're getting it not from things like a lot of wheat, but things like sweet and white potatoes, which are really good for your digestive system. And as Michael Pollan always says, eat food, not too much, mostly plants. I don't think there's anything more that needs to be added to that. Now I want to move on to talking about some tools and exercises to help you to calm and to balance. Because if you get worried or you get upset or you get fearful, that can be just as bad for your immune system as eating sugar all day. Maybe worse. The easiest thing you can do is to go for a walk every day. Start slow 
and keep the distance manageable if you're recovering from illness or haven't exercised in a long time. Don't overdo whatever exercise you do. Make it steady and consistent, and that's what's most important. If you're a longtime exerciser or athlete, then you don't need me to tell you what to do or for how long. Just keep it up because that will serve you and your health through and beyond old age. One more thing I want to talk about is sleep. And sleep is very important for your health. It is during the time when you're asleep that your brain and your body cleanses and regenerates itself. And if you don't give it good deep sleep for a long enough time, you'll find that both your brain and your body won't work as well as they could and should. A lot of people think that five to six hours a night is enough. Well, it's not, unless you're in a very, very small percentage of the population. The vast majority of people, I don't know, I've seen it range anywhere from 80 to 90%, need seven to eight hours a night sleep to be healthy. So don't assume that you're one of those lucky ones, if you want to call it that, who only need five to six. You probably won't know until it's too late. On to talking about meditations and exercises that can help you to center and balance yourself anytime and especially when there is a lot of fear and worry going around. The first one is the love place meditation that I learned from one of my teachers. And I also have shared it with a lot of other people who love it just as much as I do. It's a very wonderful, relaxing and centering meditation that works for any kind of a situation You don't need to be sitting meditation or any of that kind of thing. So the love place meditation is very simple and powerful. You can sit, you can even stand and do it with your eyes closed in a comfortable place. Think of someone that you love who brings warmth into your heart that spreads into your mind and your body. It could be an animal or pet like your dog or your cat. It could be a child, perhaps your partner, spouse, or a good friend. For me, it's my husband. Think about them and how wonderful they make you feel. Think of hugging your pet or your husband or wife. Of when you get home and, well, this is really more about your pet, but when you get home and they come running to you and they jump all over because they're so excited to see you. It will make you feel warm and strong, centered and balanced and full of love. And as you feel warm and loved, you will find yourself smiling to yourself. Let it warm you and just sit with that feeling for a few minutes. You will find that you are filled with love and a warm, positive, hopeful and loving feeling. The neat thing about that meditation is that it really is something you can do no matter where you are. You don't have to be sitting in meditation. You could even be in the middle of a crowd. You don't really even have to have your eyes closed. It doesn't really matter. It's one of those things that you really can take with you wherever you go. And it can always be with you and you can do it anywhere at any time to calm down and feel better. Next I want to give you an easy, another easy exercise to help you when you get worried or upset. 
And that is to breathe deeply for two or three breaths. I don't know why, but every human being I have ever met, including myself, has a tendency to speed up or stop breathing when they get excited. That's good or bad. It's like we forget that we should be breathing. The lack of oxygen just makes the situation worse. I can't tell you how many times I've said to people I know or I'm coaching to breathe. It's really kind of bizarre, but you'll find if you pay attention to it that that is what happens. When you get into that kind of a situation, remind yourself to breathe. Take a deep breath in for three or four counts and then let it out slowly for three or four counts. And do that a couple of times. Get some extra oxygen into your system. You will be amazed how much and how fast you will calm down. So a couple of other things I want to talk about having to do with mindset is if you are spending a lot of time worrying about what's going on in your life, whether it has to do with finances, health, or the coronavirus pandemic that is going on, or if it has something to do with something else that's going on within your family or work, understand that worry can take over your mind and it pushes out all of the other thoughts that you have in your brain. And if you let worry take over your brain, again, your immune system is not going to be as good and you're not going to be very productive. And you are going to find yourself worrying all the time. Worry feeds worry. So one of the things that I actually read that a neuroscientist suggested, and which I mentioned in a previous podcast, is to set up specific times of the day to do your worrying. Make it be your worrying time. Do it in the morning, say. Set a timer and give yourself 20 minutes or a half hour to go through and worry. Make a list of all the things you're worrying about. Make a list of some of the things you can do about some of them. And then when your time is up, stop thinking about your worrying list. Keep it for your next time or tear it up and get on with your day. You will find that you are much more productive and you don't have to just have one time during the day that you have as worry time. You can do it two or three times. Whatever you find is necessary for you, the point is to have it be specific times. And it's such an interesting and helpful idea. Really, try it. It actually gives you more space in your brain to think about other things if you just keep the worrying in a specific space and time. Let me know how it works for you. I really think it's one of the best things I've heard in a long time. And I really would like to know whether you find it to be helpful. I've talked to other people and they are finding it to be very helpful as well. So while we're talking about worrying, I want to give you one more related exercise. When we're worrying, we almost always go out of the present moment. We're usually worried or upset about something that happened in the past, or we're worried about what's going to happen in the future. Well, here's a message for you. You can't change the past and you cannot control the future, no matter how much you think or worry about it. The only things you can change or improve are in the present. 
and that's where you are now and that's where you can make change or have an impact. That is also always where all of your energy ought to be. So if you're spending a lot of time and energy thinking about and worrying about what happened in the past, you can say, okay, that's in the past. That's where it is. I acknowledge it. That's what happened. I'm giving it a lot of my energy and it's not doing any good back there. So at that point, take that energy and bring it into the present. Then you can do the same thing with any energy we've been using to focus and worry about something that's in the future. Again, you can't control or fix anything in the future. The future will soon enough be your present. And that's when you can control it and when you can do something about it. So again, bring that energy that you're spending worrying about the future into the present moment. You'll find that the past and future will not bother you as much. You will be able to see it as something without any power over you. And you will have a lot more productive energy in your present moment. That is how you get through your day is always being in the present moment. Or that is how you should get through your days is always being in the present moment. Dealing with people, projects, and problems in the present moment. You will find that if you can do that as much as possible, that you will spend less time worrying. You'll be more productive. And I know sometimes for myself, I'll start doing something and then my mind will go to something that happened in the past. Or I start working, worrying about, well, what am I going to do about this? When I get into the future, what am I going to do about it tomorrow? What's my schedule? We end up getting really scattered. We scatter our energy all around our past and our future and only little bits of it end up in the present. But the present is where you want to be. The present is the only place where you can actually be positive and get things done. I remember, so remember that and keep bringing yourself back into the present and bring all of that energy from your past and from the future back into the present with you. So this podcast is my contribution to the current coronavirus pandemic that we're having. We need to take care of ourselves, especially if we have other people that are dependent on us. It could be children or parents. You have to be really, really aware of how your energy and your health can affect all of these people and they all need you now. I will also put some things into the website about these. I believe I actually have an actual love meditation mp3 that I recorded and I'm going to dig that out and put that up there as well. I just want to say that I hope that everyone comes through this health healthy and well and that the people who they love and care about do that as well. And like so many others, I want to thank all of our first responders and medical personnel. And I think that something we should do is to send a lot of positive healing energy to all those people, as well as all of the little actions that everyone's doing with banging pans or howling or just creating a lot of noise to let all of these people know that we have their backs. And even though we can't get out there in the trenches with them, we appreciate them 
and we love them and we know that they're doing this for us. And so we want to do something back for them. That's it for today. I'm going to say goodbye now. I just want to remind everyone that I am not a doctor. This is not medical advice. And if you are having any sort of symptoms, whether they're coronavirus symptoms or they're any other kind of issues, talk to a medical professional and see what they can do for you. I will look forward to talking to all of you next week. Stay healthy, stay well, and stay balanced. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit healthytipsafter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.